Welcome back to a new episode of Sustainably Influenced with me, Bianca Foley. And me, Charlotte Williams. This season is all about the people behind the product. In a society where everything has become so disposable and waste is one of the biggest problems affecting our planet, we wanted to go back to a time where what you owned was treasured. Come with us on a journey this season where we chat with experts who are taking us back to a time where craftsmanship and ethical consumption were key, but making it suitable for today's modern society. Hello, Bianca. Hello, Charlotte. <laughs> how are you doing? All right, babe. How are you? I'm good. Good. So today, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about nappies. Okay. I seem to get some gross episodes. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got a couple of weird ones coming up, so it's oh, all no. good. <laughs> so this one is basically a follow-up to the Fat Bergs episode. <laughs> but Our favourite topic to speak about. And my, and your favourite episode. My favourite episode, yes. So today I have two articles and a load of like little links that I'm going to talk through. One of them is BBC article from 2018 titled Disposable Nappies, What's Their Environmental Cost? And another one is from Mossy Earth, which is a online blog for all things environment. Uh, <laughs> sorry if that's your website. I, don't, I didn't know. All things. It was the pause <laughs> it with it. And pause. you just went, your shoulders raised with environment. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say green. And it's also because you literally look so comfortable. I wish you guys could see her. I look like a bird watcher today. You do not look like a bird watcher. You look super comfortable and super chic. And you're also matching chic. the chair. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you look super chic. And, and also back. matching a chair. <laughs> Thank you're sitting you. on a blue chair wearing a blue stripy jumper. I am indeed. So <laughs> the second article, Mossy Earth, it's just called reusable nappies versus disposable. And it just throws out some stats. So I'm going to throw some stats to you and then we're going to have a little chat. I love these episodes when you send things my way and I have to be like, ah, do I know? Do I know? Process, process. So key stats for this one. So each day in the UK alone, 8 million disposable nappies are thrown away and sent to landfill. Wow. Just in the UK. So like 8 million? 8 million. Each day? Yep. That's a lot of babies' butts. I know. That's a lot of nappies. Yeah. Well, think about it. In preparation for this episode, two seconds ago, I just texted my sister-in-law <laughs> and asked her. You just baited yourself up. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I asked my sister-in-law how many nappies a day my nephew goes through. And she said about six or seven. Like, kids poo. And we, <laughs> you know. And think about, as adults, how many times you go to the toilet? Like, <laughs> don't pull that face at me, Missy. <laughs> oh, I just snorted on the podcast. So going back to nappies. Also, I feel like we need to put a disclaimer. There's going to be a lot of poop chat on this episode, mm. I think. Not as much as you think, actually. I'm, oh, no, I've that's cut good. it down. So, <laughs> but yeah, there's going to be some talk about poop. Oh, yeah. So maybe excrement. So if you're a bit queasy or... Yeah. Poop-averse. Disclaimer. Yeah. Maybe go to the next episode. Yeah. (laughs) But if you're not poop-averse, just listen. It's great fun. (laughs) This one's for you. Everybody poops. That is true. So anyway, nappies, nappies, nappies. So 8 million are thrown away, sent into landfill, where they take up to 500 years to degrade. Yeah. Bianca's face says it all, everybody. 500 years. Yeah. This is like my favourite stat about polyester though, isn't it? How the first piece of polyester ever made is still Still in existence. Yeah. But that to me is the same thing Mm -hmm. because it's pure plastic, isn't it? Essentially a nappy. Yeah. So 
Nappies are big business, obviously, because babies are wearing six or seven a day. Well, the baby that I know. I don't know many. And it's taking 500 years to degrade, which is really sad when you think about it, because you have to think about how many nappies are out there are being sold. I've read a few stats. There was one that I read. Indonesia, there's like six million a day floating through water. There's just loads of really sad stats about nappies. But something I want to say here mm. is that I'm really talking about this subject from a place of being an auntie and not being a parent. From everything that I say, there is no judgment for anyone that is using yeah. a disposable nappy because I'm sure cost when I have a child, exactly, cost convenience and not having too loads of washing and poop everywhere, I will probably be using disposable nappies or, well, a, a mixture. A mixture, but we'll come on to this. So I don't want to um, alienate or judge. Yeah, you. I don't want anyone to think, oh, Charlotte's doing an episode and I have a baby and she's going to make me feel like shit. I, 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 that is far from it. I just want everyone to think about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> think about stuff, right? Because that's what this podcast is about. We have to think about everyday things that we use and how that affects the planet. So these nappies that take 500 years to degrade are then emitting harmful greenhouse gases in the form of methane, which then contributes to climate change. But despite environmental concerns, disposable nappies are still used by 95% of parents in the UK, which mm. to me makes sense. I don't know anyone that uses reusable nappies in my circle. That being said, I don't know that many new parents. I have one friend that I know used them. A, because she asked me where to buy them. Ah. And B, because she asked me to buy some. <laughs> nice. But my mum did use them with me. She used reusable with oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah. She used a mix. But I think because my siblings were all so much older than me, and I asked my mum about it years ago, and she said, yeah. And her exact words are, pampers cost a lot of money. <laughs> so she used to use the reusable ones, but have a whole bunch of them, and then just clean them and That's wash them. so interesting. And so she used to use a mix with me. So if I was at home... She'd use the reusables, but if I was out and about, she was taking me out and about. I'm saying it like I was a baby out. <laughs> when I was out and about, <laughs> I was out on with the, the girls, <laughs> out on the town with all my baby friends. <laughs> no, she would use disposable nappies if we were out. Yeah, just again, it's that convenience aspect, yeah. though, isn't it? So, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Your mum is an eco warrior from day one. What I find interesting is whenever I talk about sustainability, there's like different sides to it, and a lot of it does come down to finance. Mm. So. The cost of general living is expensive, but there are greener alternatives that are actually a lot more affordable, such as reusable nappies. Something also to note that on the market, there isn't actually a disposable nappy that is 100% biodegradable, mm. even though there are more sustainably made nappies that are biodegradable. Mm. Not all of their composition is biodegradable and the maximum is 80%. They normally sit between 60 to 80%. It's bizarre, isn't it? Because then when you think about it, how do you even separate that for mm. degradability or for decomposition? How do you separate that 60 or 80% from that remainder? Yeah, you can't really. Mm, it's not really possible. So the most environmentally friendly is actually the reusable nappies. But they're the messiest, so I completely get why people don't use them. Like in busy life, I can just about grab lunch and eat it on the go to ensure that I have lunch, let alone like have a baby and wash the nappy. Like, you know, you've got to have the dirty nappy yeah. in your bag. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes with it, yeah. So just to confirm, there's three types of nappies really in the world. Two sustainable, quote unquote, types, which is the biodegradable and the reusable. 
And then we've got the disposable, which is the worst, but the most widely used and available. And also really expensive Mm -hmm. regardless. The biodegradable ones are more expensive generally, but nappies in general are super expensive. So it's making me think about, in a really odd way, cartoons. Do you know in cartoons when they've got a baby, it's always with some sort of cloth nappy and a massive safety bin. It's making me think, are cloth nappies a thing? Is that what the reusable ones are? Are they yeah. made? Of, are they all made of cloth, or are they super layered up ones? Yeah. So that they're they look like well, they can look like anything, but they look like normal nappies, yeah. but made from cloth. In the old days, they would have been held together with like a giant pin. safety yeah. pin. That's what it's making yeah. me think of, like Tom and Jerry style cartoons. Cartoons where you'd see a baby and somebody would put it on with like a giant safety pin. It's giving me nineteen thirties, nineteen forties homemaker yeah. vibes. Do you know who we need to get on the podcast again? Who? Nanny Rosa. Oh, my girl needs to come back. I've never thought about this before, but she probably did use reusable nappies. Yeah. A couple of my friends that have had children recently have said to me, oh, what do you think about reusable nappies? And I'm like, I don't have any sort of opinion on them as other than if you have the time to use them, then use them because they are going to reduce your waste. But it always goes down to time and cost, doesn't it? Because how much is it for a bundle there? And how many do you get? So there's a brand called Kit and Kin, who's owned by Emma Bunton from the Spice Girls. So these are biodegradable nappies and it's 40 nappies per pack Mm. and it's £8 per pack. Oh, that's quite cheap. Is it? And then let's go on Pampers. On Ocado, you can get 50 nappies for £8. So it's actually not that much of a difference. Okay. Like it is a difference as a whole. Yeah. 10 nappies that you're missing out but I thought they'd be a bit more expensive and then if we wanted to get some reusable nappies I'm going to stick with Kit and Kin just because it's a brand I know it's $17.99 in the sale or $19.99 full price for a reusable cloth nappy and that's one that's just one so what's the difference between that biodegradable cloth one no biodegradable isn't cloth biodegradable is just like a normal nappy oh got you so okay for biodegradable versus normal disposable nappies there's not much of a cost difference but for the reusable ones that's where the cost implication comes in well that being said this is like a fun fancy brand i'm sure you could a make a reusable nappy it's just cloth right or b find them in a much cheaper place body body who do period pants i didn't know this but they also do reusable nappy mm-hmm. the four pack 75 pounds kit and kin sorry we're doing a, a market comparison here this wasn't part of the episode but i'm actually really intrigued kit and kin it's 19.99 for one mm-hmm. so if you were to buy a four pack from or kit and kins it would have been 80 pounds yeah okay fair enough so it's comparable it's Fine. comparable boots have one for 9.99 okay £7 in the sale at the moment. Ooh, Waitrose, £3.25. Ooh. I would have... Mio. M-I-O. Yeah. I've seen that. I don't know why. But um, I would have imagined that Boots would have been cheaper than Waitrose, but that's great. It's quite interesting to see, though. I'm glad that we've done that comparison because I was under the impression that they were extortionate, and they are quite expensive for the cloth nappies, But £75 for four nappies is really expensive. But for the biodegradable option, I love that. Yeah, same. I thought the cloth nappies were going to be like a pound. Not not a pound, but like a fiver. No, I knew that they were pricey only because I bought them. And I remember thinking, how can I buy somebody two nappies? 
I guess these brands are made from sustainable fibers and all of that stuff. I'm sure back in the day, my nan would have just used an old something. Yeah. She would have reused something. So I'm sure the cloth nappies are much nicer now than yes, they were. Yes, definitely. But then you have to think about the baby, the baby's bum. <laughs> Your little face. You don't want, like, old curtains, like, rubbing against. Ooh. Yeah, that's not going to be nice. So, yeah, so that's nappies. Really spenny. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Jeez Louise. And this is where sustainability gets a bit crazy. But that being said, let's think about savings. So a baby goes through around 5,000 disposable nappies before being potty trained. So if they made the switch to reusable, they'd only need around 20 to 30 reusable nappies, according to uh, my trusty source, Mossy Earth. So you are saving in the long term. Planet, the environment, all of that stuff. And your pennies. And your money in the long term. So based on the price that you mentioned where it was 50 nappies for £8, was it? Yeah. Over, so 5,000 nappies would come to, what's your quick math showing? 5,000 over 50 is 100. Mm -hmm. And then say the £8, that's £800. Over the lifetime of of a baby needing nappies. nappies. Um, which actually isn't that much. Yeah, but it depends, doesn't it? Because prices will fluctuate and other things. So let's just say between 800 and a thousand pounds. I'm saying this, but where the kids two? get potty trained? Two-ish? I don't know. Two? Two? I want to say most My nephew's kids, nearly two and he's But then they, they start to reduce the number of nappies that they use because as you're potty training them, they may only need pull-ups or night pads or all these other things. Oof, so got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you would spend roughly a thousand pounds on just something that's essentially money going down the drain when you think about it. <laughs> I really wanted to say that. But how much would it be for 30 reusable nappies? 600 pounds. So there's actually not really that, that much, much cost difference. There's not that much in it. So financially. But Ooh. multiple children. The reusable nappies could be used. Aha. Aha. Bianca's always finding a loophole. That's the jam. (laughs) (laughs) So who knew this was going to be a math lesson, first of all? But, okay, so this makes sense if you have lots of kids. Yeah. If not, there's not not. that much money in between it. Yeah. We might be changing people's minds of not getting reusable nappies. Feel bad about that. You're saving the environment. Even if you're not saving your pennies, you're still saving the environment. So there's always a benefit. I think. Mm. And that's a nicer way to put it here on Sustainably Influenced. (laughs) (laughs) Also something to think about with these nappies. So a lot of them, as we learned on the Flushing Down the Loo episode, a lot of these nappies are being flushed down the toilet. And with the biodegradable ones, particularly, when people read biodegradable, they think, oh, flushable, which the two don't match. But so there's, we're seeing a lot of nappies, regardless being flushed down the loo. And then they're going into the water, which means that there are loads of places where their rivers and sea is just filled with shitty nappies, essentially, Mm. which is really gross and Mm. a massive problem, not just for the environment, but also for people's environments that they live in. And that's a big issue. And you see that in a lot of countries. It's really sad to think that. And it's something that everybody essentially uses, isn't it? They use it. It's used the world over, even in the most rural places or the most remote remote countries or whatever. They're going to be using some form of sanitary product for a baby. 
Yeah. And yeah, there's going to be waste in any capacity. Exactly. I say let them run around. <laughs> no nappies. <laughs> that sounds really messy. No, it would be disgusting. <laughs> shit everywhere. There's shit as far as the eye can see. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to some parents in this episode. As Bianca and I aren't parents to children in nappies and don't actually have the issue of figuring out whether or not we should be using disposable, biodegradable or reusable nappies. We wanted to speak to someone that has had that dilemma and is actually now using reusable nappies or has done for their child because there's a lot that goes into it. So let's have a chat about that now and see what they say. I'm Imriel and I have an eight-month-old baby girl. And when she was two and three months old, we got gifted some reusable nappies. It was a pack of six or something, which is a good amount to have. Um, I actually found them really difficult to use and hard to understand, like, how you fold them. And because she was so tiny, the nappies are really, really bulky because the cloth is so thick because it has to be super absorbent. And I just found like it didn't look very comfortable for her and it distorted her clothes and made her just look really funny. But they were really handy to have in an emergency and if we had run out of nappies for whatever reason. And I also found it was like much easier to just have that as a system within our house rather than having to go out with them. Like it would just be impossible for me to change, store a dirty nappy um, with a reusable. So we did actually return to disposables quite quickly after our reusable experiment. Um, and that is largely because we just could not maintain the laundry schedule required to keep reusables in our lives because you do have to wash them regularly in order for them to be reused. And yeah, I was busy and we work and so it's quite a hard thing to do. So yeah, we're back on disposables. We do try to look for a greener option when we're shopping for nappies. Um, we don't always get that right 100% of the time, but we are conscious of that choice. And the nursery we've chosen to send her to, they use reusable nappies. So I'm really confident that not only like through our nursery choice or like our first choice, reusables will be back in our lives. And I think actually if she gets used to wearing them at nursery, then it, it makes it probably easier for us to bring them back before she's like fully potty trained. So yeah, it's something that's definitely at the top of my mind. It's something I'm very conscious of. And I think we could all be doing more as parents to make sure that there is a future for the little one that's wearing these nappies and we don't want nappies to be the thing that, um, or one of the many things that stops her from having like a full oxygen rich life. So interesting. And it's really nice to hear from somebody, from someone who actually uses them. Yeah. (laughs) Not just us finger in the air. So on that, we talked a lot about washing. Mm -hmm. So I really want to talk about, The idea of the negative impact, which I hate being like sustainability, but negative. But the negative impact that these reusable nappies can actually put into the environment. Mm -hmm. So in my BBC article, they have spotted that reusable nappies seem to be worse in terms of carbon emissions compared compared to disposable ones, which I hate there's always a negative side. So we have to think about the washing side. So the Environment Agency in 2008 estimated that over the two and a half years it reckoned a typical child would wear nappies, disposables would create 550 kg 
of carbon emissions and reusables would create 570. Well, that depends on how you wash them. So that's something to think about. I feel like they're clutching at straws with that one. (laughs) But not everyone washes in the same way. So I guess if you're washing consciously, so thinking about putting them like on a full load, on an eco wash, hanging them out to dry instead of putting them in the tumble dryer, that kind of stuff, you could be lowering your carbon emissions. But generally, you'll probably want to get the stains out. There's a lot that goes into it. I imagine a lot of people... Or some sort of... Hardcore product. I imagine a lot of people will want to get it hot and boil Mm. them because so many people don't know that you don't have to wash on hot Mm. anymore. Um, I mean, to be fair, we didn't... Up until quite recently. No, no, that's yeah. not... A, that's No, no, I know. That's a, I only know because of the podcast. Yeah, th- like these are things that we don't generally know because you do what you're taught. And if those teaching you do things a certain way, you're going to do it yeah. the same way, aren't you? Although I have seen recently on the TV, Dettol basically have said like you can wash anything with their little... The laundry cleanser? Yeah. Yeah. They've got adverts now where basically it's like, use this and you don't have to wash on hot. Okay. Which I've seen, which I don't know. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of a lot of other um detergent brands are starting to advertise and say think of the planet, wash at twenty or wash at thirty, depending on their findings from their own research into their product. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, washing is an interesting I mean, we always bring it back to washing on this podcast. I feel like it's yeah. It's, it's like, a how do we get here? <laughs> toilets and washing, that's what we do. Aside from all the fashion and beauty stuff. But it's very interesting to think that something that is supposed to help you reduce your waste can still create an impact. And it's all to do with how you then prolong the life cycle of that particular piece. Definitely. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Sure. So without further ado, let's head to the sustainability score. I wish uh, that you could see the fanfare that I make personally when we do this. Hands are in the air. I start smiling. My head starts bobbing around. It's the highlight of my recording session. I actually had to stop talking and let her take it because I just knew she was going to talk over me. Um, so let's talk about how sustainable are sustainable nappies? Um... Mm. <laughs> yeah. that's all I can say sheesh yeah. can we do it based on the three different forms that we spoke about yeah. in this episode so what did you say disposable? so disposable well the carbon emissions might not be as bad as the other one well like 20 yeah 20 kilos or kilograms or whatever they're not sustainable are they no I'm going to be really uh, ruthless here I think one oof yeah one without judgment. Yeah. Mm. They're not, but it's exactly that. They're not sustainable. We know that they're not sustainable, but you've got to use them because there's no real affordable, accessible, convenient alternative. Exactly. And what we need is that. I mean, I don't know. After we record this, I'm going to walk to the nearest Boots Pharmacy and Superdrug and I'm going to go and see if I was a parent and I was in need of some reusable or biodegradable nappies, if I could just pick them up in my local Boots. And if I can't, then that really does then solidify what I'm saying with that one scoring because it would make it so much better for parents when they're trying to make that choice when they're going into a shop. How they spend their money, they can only spend on what's available, no? Yeah, exactly. And if you're buying it in a hurry, let's just say you're out for the day 
and your baby's gone through five nappies as opposed to the three that they normally do and you need to buy something like you need it to be accessible yeah that's a really big problem okay so what about biodegradable i don't know why but i feel like they might be my faves Ooh. so yeah they might be my faves but they're still not 100% like sustainable because they're normally only what 60 to 80% biodegradable mm-hmm. so I'm gonna say I'm gonna sit in the middle for this one and say 5.5 <laughs> I don't want to give them a six but five and a half because they're slightly over the top <laughs> for me just slightly you yeah middle ground middle ground and then reusable reusable well Before learning about the washing aspect and the carbon footprint associated with that, I would have probably given reusable nappies an eight in terms of sustainability. Okay. So I think they've dropped a few points. Nice. So I think I'm going to think about it very logically here, put my smart girl hat on and say a six. Oh, I was going to say a seven. Yeah, I was thinking seven. And we'll do 6.5. 6.5. Yeah, there we go. Cool. 6.5 then. Yeah. I just, no, do you know what? Give them the seven. Let's go for the seven. Let's go, go for, for the seven. seven. Give them the seven. Unfortunately, the nappy industry just isn't the most sustainable. And and I don't think it ever will be. It won't. Looking at Pampers website as an example, the way they've worded their sustainability pledge has basically said, we understand that many parents are concerned about how disposable diapers and wipes would fit into their need for sustainable living. Environmentally conscious parents are thinking beyond the next diaper change and consider their overall environmental footprint. And their focus is really on carbon. So they're trying to lower their carbon emissions, which mm. when the people talk about carbon, for me, it's like a bit of a cop out. You should really focus on your product. But it's difficult. So I get it. No shade to Pampers. But <laughs> <laughs> no shade, but shade. <laughs> no, 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 no shade. Actually, this is the one time that I've done an episode and been like, do you know what? I actually... Don't have any judgment here. Yeah, it is what it is. Which is really sad. Yeah. They're trying to go net zero by 2040. They are investing in partnerships to help identify circular economy solutions for diaper waste. Like they're putting their money in there. I get it. But it's just a really difficult industry. Just off the back of that, it's one of those things where it's like, we'll think about it as an afterthought, not thinking about it and putting these biodegradability measures or sustainability measures in in the production side it's always the afterthought like how can we deal with the waste as a side yeah issue or sustainability as a side issue rather than it being all encompassing yeah that's a really good point yeah which is quite sad something else they say on their website this isn't a dig at pampers by the way um and it's just all, that they're a very well yeah known they're brand. the the biggest um, you type in nappies on google is yeah. literally the first which i think is a testament to them like shout out to pampers for being the biggest <laughs> for being the top on my list on my google search and they say at pampers we share the belief that parents shouldn't have to choose between what's good for their baby and what's good for the planet which is a very strong line but it's basically saying babies need nappies that feel good and they don't want to like mess around compromise you know because having Horrible nappies will affect a baby's life and lifestyle. There's no fun baby days like going out of your baby mates if you've got nappy rash. You know? When you're saying baby's lifestyle, <laughs> babies are bougie nowadays. <laughs> Getting their baby chinos and going to the what do you call it to I'm the so soft plays that are basically co-working spaces. Oh yeah, I've seen. I've been to one. They're like, great. I'm obsessed. I just want a baby just for that accessories. <laughs> 
but I don't want the hardship. I don't want the nappies. <laughs> don't want the nappies. And on that note. And on that note, we will leave you today. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And let us know what you think about nappies. And if you use reusable nappies and or disposable slash biodegradable nappies and let us know your experience and what you think. But yeah, on that note, we'll leave you. So peace out. Peace. Sustainably Influenced is hosted by Charlotte Williams and me, Bianca Foley. This season was produced by Content is Queen, sound edited by Amber Miller. And a big thanks to our researcher, Anna Stoney. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.